love this is the king of nothing and it is 12:27 in the morning and we are playing uh, the DLC the first DLC mission for Dead Rising 3 and I'm just clearing up the last achievement uh, whatever you know I just uh, played uh, Rise Son of Rome and uh, it was like a complete like fluke type thing so like whenever I finished uh, getting all of the Xbox achievements for Shadow of Mordor or Shadow of War uh, which is uh, Shadow of Mordor uh, part two I, um, I I was really fucked up I was um, and I was thinking like okay after I completely got everything from that game I was like uh what game should I play next and it was like super late at this point and I just like literally had no idea and I was thinking um let's do something a little more visceral like I don't know I don't even know what I meant by that just now but um so I just just put it in at first I didn't like it but then like I got a lot of achievements like super quick it's it's a pretty easy game it's just very redundant uh and I hate to use that word because I guess at some point in the game I convinced myself that it was like decent enough to keep playing and I guess in a way it is because uh the graphics are extremely well this is a launch title for the xbox one uh that came out in 2013 so even you know we're roughly in 2021 uh the shit looked really really fire unfortunately though yeah the controllers and the the story fell pretty flat it's no big no big deal but um played that for a little bit and now finishing up uh another old ass game another launch title for the xbox one uh dead rising 3. um really can't really talk at all so if i sound like i'm being quiet it's because i'm trying to be but just thinking right off the dome shit i don't even know anymore man it's we still this we you know the the nation is still currently in the uh covid 19 pandemic and the presidential election is about to come up again very very soon and everybody is it's like fasten your fucking seat belts man it's gonna be a bumpy ass fucking ride uh and that's really the best way i could personally describe the state of affairs 
um, and you know what's going on in the middle of all this uh, with me in the background and all that shit. Uh, absolutely, positively nothing. I am not important, and I do not even want to pretend that I am by pretending like I'm some fucking political activist which I'm not necessarily scoffing at uh, political activism per se, it's just like, what the fuck can I do about it? We don't have, or at least, you know, regular people, we don't have the connections to say, oh, it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. And I think Donald Trump is uh a shining example of that they said oh there's there's no way you could buy your way into office i'm like well then explain to me this this man obviously has the connections and the money to you know make that happen and uh that's just how it is, and if that's how it isn't, well, it sure damn well looks that way, so, whatever, so if you ain't got Trump money, you ain't got Trump friends, you're not doing Trump type shit, then fuck out of here, he does not care about you, he does not care about your family, fuck all the bullshit, and the people that were already racist before Donald Trump uh, was like the mascot for, you know, modern day racism in America, then, uh, you know, you, Donald Trump basically just gave all of those people excuses to exercise their racism in the open. That's literally the only thing that's changed. And that is one of the worst things ever because enough racism could honestly divide a nation to the point where we're practically we're, we're literally causing acts, bringing acts of terrorism on ourselves. And that's already like, that's already been a thing like everywhere in the world, but I feel like it's back to back to back. Like, and, I, and it, it shit happens every day and all that shit too. But uh, people, and a lot of the shit does not get, you know, caught on tape and cell phones and social media and all that other bullshit, which is another problem on its on by itself. Um, this is just, there's a blatant uh, undertone, if not even a centerpiece uh, energy to all of these, you know, crimes happening here. These uh, hate crimes, these, uh, just very senseless type of attacks that are happening um, for the pettiest of reasons, it seems. And, you know, we got, if, when you're gonna have shit like that happen, you're going to have guaranteed casualties. And that means someone has to die over some stupid shit, unfortunately, and it doesn't help that our president, instead of trying to kind of break it up like a, a good 
superintendent, we could say, at a school or a, a good principal, he literally watches, possibly even talks, he, insti he instigates it by straight up either instigating it or, you know, letting the mudslinging go on until, you know, there's actual violence between the two parties instead of being the responsible adult and breaking that shit up because if it kept going, then someone could get hurt for no reason. Like, not even a good reason. It's over some petty shit. Like, what are you boys fighting about? He said, yo, mama. It's like, really? Like, what the fuck? Uh, no. Here, I'm, bringing, I'm taking both of y'all to my office, but, you know, we're, we're getting to the bottom of this. No, he lets the pushing go too far, and then it turns to shoving, and then shoving turns into, well, I'm going to whip out my gun, and you either have a gun or you don't have a gun, and if you do, well, guess what? My gun is bigger than yours, and it has a bigger magazine, so let's see who can fucking... Uh, shoot who first and splatter more brains on the wall. And trust me, I am not uh, some preaching ass hippie. Uh, I'm definitely not that because I don't really like that shit either. But uh, at the same time, you really got to pick and choose your your battles, and no one to break up the right ones too if it's going to be counterproductive uh, to the productivity of just how everything is. But the problem is, is that at the cost of, you know, the elitism that comes with racism, ultimately, you know, you're going to vote for the dude in your sorority. Donald Trump's the sorority is, you know, rich. They're not even all rich, that's the funniest part. But uh, these are the rich people that are so rich that they may as well not even be human beings because they're just, they have a, a crazy amount of you know power and influence. And the regular redneck that probably lives in your neighborhood, in my neighborhood, is not a part of that society. So instead of you know coming to that realization, he thinks that, you know, Donald Trump is on their side. And that's not really true either. Trump is just, uh, he, he, he'll let the, the poor stinky kid sit at the lunch table and like make comments or whatever, I guess. But in his mind, he does not give a fuck. He, he is, is ready for some shit to go down so he can manipulate this uh this kid to you know pounce on whoever if you know that particular kid seems to be bugging him that day when the shit does happen and the other actual responsible teachers and staff are called to the scene they're like what happened here and then he's gonna point at him and by that time the poor kid is like ready to take the fall for our leader which is rich white guy because you know he wants to prove that he's loyal and although he may be loyal uh 
the leader ultimately uh, doesn't give a shit. He just needs a scapegoat and somebody to verbally accept the consequences or uh, punishments or you know whatever happens after the cause and effect and he might even have that person's back to uh to an extent but let's say let's let's be a little more practical let's say something happens and uh like we'll talk about damn i can make this in a whole other video uh, we'll just say that something happens right and the the poor kid has to get locked up for a little bit only just to kind of like save face this kid is being paid to be the fall guy in this situation but uh society needs to to see that that person is still going to see the inside of a jail cell because if the person faced no time behind bars somewhere hidden somewhere then you know they're gonna think oh just this doesn't exist but they get him a charge that he can have expunged off his record so his his name is clean it's like it never happened and they give he or she uh we'll just say four years but since their charge is practically like a glorified uh misdemeanor they they get sentenced four years, but they get out in two on good behavior. How do they stay in good behavior and how do they dodge the general population? You might ask or may not ask, but the question is, is, is simple. Uh, the fall guy obviously is going to get the best accommodations from the boss himself. So the leader's gonna, you know, set him up real pretty. He's gonna put money on his books and he's gonna make sure he's probably in the cushiest cell and he's probably not gonna have any neighbors or, you know, whatever. If he does, he's gonna be, he doesn't have anything to worry about. He's gonna get better food and everything too, just, you know, whatever. And then after he gets out, he, you know, he gets his identity changed, uh, you know. Then, the, you know, this is already, you know, like in the realms of the uh, political slash Illuminati conspiracy type shit. You know, you get uh, immunity and you disappear somewhere else and no one will know. And these, or these people have literally like so much money that they even like they even get surgery to you know really complete the look not only do you get immunity a clean record you know new identifications all that shit but you actually physically change your appearance like this is pretty much men in black except it's a lot more realistic and they don't burn your uh, fingerprints off and you don't have like the type of gadgets but the men in black are pretty much the illuminati they're not the fbi uh 
there's something that's so secret that no one should ever know. And if anyone ever did know, that's why they have those instant uh, mind erasers, which I thought was super cool. Um, the, the way that they are portrayed is the fantasy part, but you know that shit exists. Uh, you know, they have scientists to make uh, experimental drugs that are supposed to give you amnesia so you don't remember when they do whatever it is they do because there is public record of these uh, agencies doing stuff like that. Uh, you know, uh, human test sub uh, subjects and shit uh, in Kaeltra. Like, oh, well, mind control to see. I'm like, no, don't be a dumbass. It stands for mind control. That was their goal. It's a declassified uh, thing you could see for yourself. And it's it's all real. It's all It all happened. But, uh, so yeah, it's, uh, but if you put it into, you know, like a silly movie like Men in Black, you're going to, they're hiding in plain sight. That's the, that's the craziest and scariest part. And if they ever do have anybody in the film that is kind of like portraying someone of my character or has, you know, similar traits, they're always like passed off as, you know, a crazy hobo with a tinfoil hat and shit. Because if you have a hobo with a tinfoil hat, he's going to look just very, like, dismissive, you know, he's, you're not going to believe that guy, you're going to laugh in his face, and you're going to say, fuck away from me, you're fucking, you're weird, so, that's, that's the sad truth about that, unfortunately, but, uh, that's what's all going on, so all this shit's going on, but we don't really know what the fuck is going on, we just know what they want us to know, crazy. I don't even know if uh, if I should even release this. Uh, I don't know, this shit just kind of makes me paranoid. And I, and I know I said I was going to, uh, you know, dis dismiss the topic. Uh, but son of a bitch, man. I mean, you can't, you can make this shit up. But I mean, like, I don't know, man. There's just a lot of, there's a lot of proof and there's a lot of loose proof as well as actual proof. And that's, uh, why is it, I mean, there are certain stories with uh, a certain amount of holes in it to make it technically a conspiracy, like, oh, well, you, you know, unfortunately, as as a as a species, at least this is my take on it. Most people, if you're persuasive enough, if you have enough charisma, you can, you know, obviously trick uh, impressionable people. You know, this is what happens all the time. That's why we have cults, and we got cult leaders, and we got the followers, or whatever. But the other people that are just a little brighter than to just blindly follow, they ask for 
okay, well, what's your proof? And you can state a very bold case, but if you do not have any hard-boiled evidence, most of these people will most likely not be uh, swayed. So you're not going to be able to sell them the car, so to speak. I mean, you got their attention. They heard the, your uh, sales pitch, but uh, they're not sold. And that's ultimately going to be the problem every single time because you have to, uh, you got to buy the shit. I mean, if you ain't buying it, well, then, you know, you can't sell it. So, I mean, it speaks the term, that type of terminology is, is uh, speaking for itself. Um, and yeah, man, uh, the, uh, I'm the fucking guy in the tinfoil hat. And they're like, okay, well, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It's just, uh, it really is something else, we'll just say. And it's pretty, it's a very, the world is in an extremely heightened sense of paranoia, at least that's what I believe to be true. And if that's not true, well, then that just means that I'm just a very paranoid, uh, disturbed individual that, you know, thinks too hard about things when honestly, I think I'm pretty fucking uh, sane, but I just have a very high amount of uh, apathy. But just because you feel a certain way about people or a subject, it shouldn't completely outrule what's true and what's not true. And especially if you can prove it. Like, yeah, you can beat. I hate that shit. I think that's another trick that's been used by you know, people to just to discredit others. Uh, like, oh, he's depressed or oh, he's battling with uh, depression or, you know, blah, 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 right? Like, hey, man, you know, chemically, uh, we're, our brain is on a roller coaster. Um, but if you're right, you know, you're fucking right. And if you're smart, you're smart, regardless on your personal feelings towards uh, the human race or love or hate or sex or this or that or whatever. If you're right, you're fucking right, period. And if you have the proof and it is uh, from a credible source and you are, you know, at least nine times out of ten a credible person, then you can't fucking argue with the facts that's why the facts are extremely important but most people that aren't thinking on such a critical basis they're letting uh 
their phones, their social media do the talking for them. They are being brainwashed uh, more than they've ever been. So we, as a, a nation, are more brainwashed than ever because social media, we decided to uh, let it come in and that is where everything truly went wrong because now we don't know what the fuck is real. We think everything is a stupid meme that isn't even funny half the time. Like, I don't understand. But I do understand that uh, it's a very powerful uh, phenomenon that we are uh, suffering from, that I feel like everybody is suffering from. But I've, since I haven't been anywhere else, and I only know what I see and what I hear and uh, what little I do experience, I can tell you that uh, it's probably affecting uh, Americans more uh, than anybody else uh, in the world today. Because we got stupid uh, influencers. What kind of shit is that? We got a lot of, uh, we got a lot of fuckboys. A lot of, you know, fuck girls, you know, they're just trying to be pretty. They're just, you know, they're looking for that, uh, that validation. These are, are narcissistic people that have uh, attention-seeking disorders, and uh, they're just toxic people, and they're making everybody stupid. But you gotta, you gotta, you know, kind of ask yourself, well, who is their target audience? And, you know, are these people American? And I don't really think it matters so much because everybody can access this content, but their biggest, I'm pretty certain anyways, their biggest, uh, the most famous people on these types of platforms are usually American or their audience is, you know, extremely American. So actually, I think it does come into play a little bit. But I digress. Um, so now it's all about, and, and you got people uh, on Dr. Phil trying to, you know, copy uh, Danielle Bregoli, the Catch Me Outside girl, uh, just because, like, of, she was literally, like, a walking meme. Like, it was so unreal and, like, over the top that literally this person is a fucking cartoon character in the worst way possible. And Dr. Phil kind of knew about this in advance because i mean he knows about everybody he sees in advance i'm sure but um i'm sure he wasn't expecting for the people to actually kind of encourage this type of behavior to where this this individual was getting a uh, a bona fide career and you know millions of dollars of income from 
just being such a toxic human being and like having a very um you know toxic type of image portrayed on perpetrated on you know society but i think this this actually uh stems back from the uh scapegoat uh this, the idea of having uh, a scapegoat character. And you've also, you also heard, I'm sure at least once or twice, you gotta spend money to make money. And what I mean when I say that is that, uh, oh yeah, sure, Danielle Bacoli, uh, she's obviously, you know, a caricature of stereotyped african-american uh you know hip-hop culture just say but like extremely you know racist obnoxious uh culture hip-hop culture whatever right so uh you know you got the people that are actual businessmen in ties that are probably white which I guess at this point, it doesn't really matter so much about the color of their skin, but maybe, maybe it does because if it would make sense uh, that this was a white person paying to create people like a bad baby. Stay with me here on this idea. Just, I know this might be too strong of an idea for some people to actually, you know, want to accept, but just stay with me on this. So let's say, you know, let's, let's pretend uh, that this is to, they, what, what they're doing to the character of Danielle Bacoli is what, Con, uh, is what uh, President Trump did with Kanye West. Now he's, Trump is obviously a racist. Okay, let's cut the bullshit. Uh, that was literally like one of the first things he ever talked about was building the wall. So he is a racist whatever, right? I mean, you have, you do have a right to believe what you wanna believe, but the fact that people he, that this man has gotten as far as he has, but the beliefs he has and the support is scary because America wasn't supposed to be, even though it was founded on a lot of fuck shit, like we should be more advanced to incorporate everybody that is living in America that has been born American. Uh, even the people that have taken the the risk to, to themselves, even the people that hop the border or whatever, who gives a fuck? They're just working hard and the people that are complaining about the jobs being taken from uh, the wetbacks or whatever you want to call it, uh, whatever you want to call people, because they got a, a racist term for every race. But that's that was the main uh, ethnicity in the scope at the crosshair, in the crosshairs at the time, uh, 
Trump basically, he's like, all right, I will create a bad baby, the idea. And, you know, someone's getting a big fat check in their pocket, whether that be Daniel Bergoli's mom or her dad or whatever, or whoever the fuck is her manager, which her manager actually is her mom. And on the second appearance on the show, and it was kind of like more of her mom's chance to speak, she was like, Has, have you ever had another show with ratings like the ones you're like the ones that you got when you know my daughter was a guest on your show. So this mother was aware of this and encouraged this type of behavior. But anyways, so she got a big fat check. And then whenever people want to point the fingers at races when stuff, when serious shit actually happens, you got a lot of these really shitty toxic people but the very uh we could even say coonish uh description like this is like the new age uh shuck and jive think about the the crows from uh from dumbo except instead of the music that they listen to, like swing music, think about them listening to trap music. That's literally like one of the only differences. They had a different little swagger, but they're still kind of like culturally viewed and valued the same. So Trump keeps around these people that he believes is stupid. He's he's honestly clowning on Kanye West. And he was letting Kanye West talk because he's stupid. He's, you know, he's obviously mentally ill and he's full of shit and he's a joke. So Trump was just letting him basically bury the black people. And he was loving it. And he was like pretending like they're friends. Like, you obviously are not friends. But Kanye West, you're too stupid. You think you're important or something. And he's not. His music sucks. But, you know, that's just my opinion. Uh, I don't really listen to that shit. I don't really listen to rap because most of it, the, the, the rap genre has been saturated so much that all you're going to really get is like shitty SoundCloud stuff from kids that aren't even like 21 yet. And a lot of, and it's mostly garbage. And I'm just not going to sort through that much garbage. That's not even like my upbringing musically anyway. So I don't really like, I don't really care to listen to, to rap much by myself because that's just not the type of lifestyle that I want or lead. You know, occasionally, but I wouldn't listen to it. You know, hey, yeah, let me put this song on. No one else is around. I'm like, no, I could deal with it, but and there are some guilty pleasure songs I like, but uh, I'm pretty much never listening to rap. But um, yeah, it's really, really bad.
a really weird fucked up time and uh hopefully uh it kind of unfucks itself soonish or you know there's going to be some really really big problems and i think that south park uh, even a lot of people you know are dismissive about that show as well because you know south park is uh is not apologetic and it has offended everybody at least one time or another they basically talked about everything like perfectly like okay who are you gonna vote for a giant douche or a turd sandwich and when you think about it you're like damn that those aren't really good choices but then you have the uh the moral debate and the argument was well at least the giant douche is clean but like ew turd sandwich you know it's a piece of shit you know what i mean like why would you want a piece of shit to represent you and everyone around you and just even to be near it because it's, it's literally shit but a giant douche is a fucking douche there's still waste products so ultimately you're going to have that uh you know the, the big argument and the ultimately is kind of like I, I believe to be uh, invented to just go around in circles and as long as there's a choice there's always going to be somebody that chooses the other person over the other person just because because uh we're, we're very petty species I believe but when there's bona fide facts out there that are real and you're not stupid and you're not like just some misinformed uh fangirl political fangirl of sorts uh you know shit becomes more clear and you gotta get the fuck on with it and get with it man because we are really in the fucking toilet and uh it's i don't i don't even know and the worst the worst part about it at least for me is uh once again there's literally nothing you me or you a regular person can do about it we uh we don't have the power we don't have the money and we do not have the connections i don't even think the the actual president right now has all of those ducks in a row so if he doesn't have that shit then we don't have shit and it's really scary to just helplessly kind of like drown and you know just hope that uh you can hold out until somebody can, uh, you know, throw you a life preserver. It's crazy. But, you know, <clears throat> once again, that is what it is. And uh, I don't know, I guess I'm very, obviously feeling very, you know, just uh, reflective. And I haven't made a 
entry in a minute. Um, yeah, that's, I think these are, this is a subject of sorts uh, to ponder on. And uh, I mean, I'd say the only thing we can truly do as uh, people or a community or whatever is that uh, we need to see what everything really is for what it is. I, I believe if we stopped uh, being blindly led by social media that America and just people in general would just be so much better off. We would be actually, we're not even communicating anymore like in actuality, but you know, somebody, if they have a problem, they won't talk to you about it. They'll bitch and complain and say a bunch of vague ass shit on social media though when they get home and they want to like you know grumble to themselves and shit i'm like what the fuck why don't if you if me and you have a problem and let's say i don't know what your problem is or whatever it is we have to be able to communicate uh, properly enough to where uh, there's not this misunderstanding because if we misunderstand each other then nothing productive is going to get done we, it's 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 counterproductive to the entire everything but instead of actually talking about it though probably nine times out of ten this person is typing about it somewhere on social media, like a pussy ass bitch. Instead of taking it head on and asking or, you know, talking to somebody, we forgot how to, we're so disconnected. The internet has disconnected us so much so that we can't even look at another person in the face and go back and forth and talk or ask ask a basic question uh that it's really dumbfounding i'm actually just dumbfounded on how fucking stupid we've become and how everything is and uh you know i'm not gonna fucking lie i've been guilty of being antisocial to the point where it's a little annoying, I'm sure. But if I'm doing a task at work or somewhere where I'm not very familiar with, you bet your bottom dollar I'm going to ask you some questions about the tasks that I'm performing or the tasks I may perform for whatever reason I need to do them. 
so there can be a an objective so we can know like what the fuck we're doing if we go in blind and we let pride do the talking then the productivity is going to be really shitty and i don't really want to i don't like to the idea of settling for a shittier standard if i can help it so we need to ask more questions we need to actually talk with actual people more than doing stupid shit on social media like get the fuck over yourself and if you're not going to attempt to be famous or be a musician or, or at least give something back to the world if you're not giving anything back to the world and you're just constantly still on social media then i'm sorry sir sorry ma'am but you are a fucking douchebag and nobody gives a fuck nobody but besides you will give a fuck but for some reason these people most of them probably know this but they still insist on keeping this this little stupid habit of just being conscious on the internet they'll, they'll still impose their existence on the internet somehow And they're just full of themselves. They smell their own fucking farts in a glass like South Park. Whenever they got, uh, I think they moved to Chicago, I think. I don't know. But they got, uh, they got like eco-friendly cars. So like they, uh, I think they were like Priuses or some shit, I don't know, but they they got a really very vegan soy boy type of car, you know, they, they got really good mileage on their car and they thought their shit didn't stink so much so that, you know, they farted in like a martini glass or like a scotch glass or something, I think. And they were just like smelling it like a fine wine. They were just like getting off on their own stink like wow that's basically what everybody is with their little fucking self their little fake self-important uh ego online and if you're not doing shit you're not actually helping or donating or anything you're just there to be an asshole on there then fuck you fuck off uh i mean i've been guilty i'm sure everyone has been guilty of i'm sure everyone's been guilty of being that guy at some point at some time but as long as you're not still continuing to do shit like that, I don't really have a problem. Like, that shows that 
you, the person, have has realized that you know the way you were acting was obviously toxic and just cringy, and you fixed the problem, and that makes you just you know that one step better that actually makes all the difference. So there's nothing, there's no shame in admitting to being a douchebag at some point if you've acknowledged and understand that you're being a douchebag but you don't change your own ways and you think that it's literally everybody else well then you sir or you know you're you madam are a fucking twat and you suck but that's I believe those people, even though I know that for a fact they exist, I would like to tell myself and believe that most people are a little more sensible than that. And most of them would have matured to at least not be so cringy. And that's all that anybody can truly ask for because you know that shows that's a evolution of sorts that's a moral evolution and if you could if you could be a better version of yourself in comparison from the person you were a year ago a month ago however long ago but the longer the better uh, that's that's a good quality that I think that we need more of today now more than ever. And uh, I think I'm just going to leave it, leave it at that.